0: hello hello everybody welcome back to the podcast if you're brand new hello i am ash bay the mindset witch and today is a very special day i'm so excited and honored to have the wonderful guest here with me yamil mcbride yamil is a modern day healer healer of stress healer of limiting beliefs but before i go too much into it i would love if you would introduce yourself yamil and what do you do? What's your essence? And then how did you get on this journey, this wild roller coaster?
1: Oh my goodness. Wild roller coaster. It definitely is. I would say more a canoe. Remember the canoe? Yeah. 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 It definitely is like more fluid, more like, you know, all that. Hey everybody. I'm so excited to be here, girl. The moment that I laid my eyes on you in the group that we're in, I'm like, that's my bae. That's ah! my, my <laughs> girl. I love her. I love the energy that we like uh, share together and everything. So I'm excited to be here. So Jamila McBride, and I have been on quite the journey. I believe that I have lived multiple, multiple lifetimes in this lifetime. Mm. And I believe that it was For this very reason, like to be able for this moment to connect at a higher level with other people just like me, because I already know the systems way of blocking of putting me in some sort of China shop of, you know, quieting my voice like I had to go through that experience of being a principal of being in foster homes of being in shelters like I had to go through that so that when I am on this side when that canoe went like flop Mm. it was like oh shit this is it this is it yeah that's so so
0: exciting and I love that you were saying how our energy just connected because so for everyone that doesn't know I just really recently met you (laughs) (laughs) And we had one chat together over on your Facebook page. We went live and I just felt this connection, this energy, like you were saying, and it really does feel like this ancestor, another life, like we've had this connection. We've had this energy for some time and now we're just reconnecting again. And it's like, we're just rekindling whatever was in the previous life. And it's so wild to me that that's just, it was so instantaneously. So absolutely, I too love your energy, love your connection. Okay. So let's talk for a moment about what, was there a moment in your life that really was like, okay, I need to be this healer. I need to be this teacher. Was there a moment where you were like, I'm stepping into now this new journey, this new, oh, I'm so sorry. There's a cat behind me. <laughs>
1: Oh, she, the cat's there in a perfect timing. Yeah. I know. Like, hello, let me join in. Was
0: was there ever a pivotal moment where you're like, okay, this is what I need to do. This is my mission now in this life.
1: So I love that question because this weekend I am in an event. It's called Leadership Academy with Tony Robbins. Mm. Very specific, very, uh, you know, honestly, a lot of these things are so fundamental, like breathing, right? Like breathing is so simplistic and yet so powerful at the same time. We Mm -hmm. hold, right? Because of conditions or feet, something. And then when we release, and so through this process now that every morning that I take that breath, I'm like, ooh. Am I really like, who do I get to be today in this moment right now? Who do I get to appreciate today? Because I have now been able to say it is okay to be the dark mother. It Mm -hmm. is okay to be the light mother. It is okay. Whoever you call her, Kali or the Madonna or whoever that is, it is okay because when we are fully in congruency with who we are, we realize we are all of it. Yes. And yes. none of it. So yes. it was just really breathing and believing whoever I need in this moment, she will appear. Mm. And that's all. Yeah, I love that. And I think
0: there's a lot of just like surrender. That comes with that just full trust like you're I love to view it like you're just trust falling off of a cliff into the universe and the universe and yourself will catch you and that is so hard when especially you're in that space of you're just beginning this journey especially if you're just beginning your your spiritual journey your healer journey because you're like what am I doing <laughs> what is all of this stuff? I'm just supposed to trust. I'm just supposed to let go and have this like divine belief that like it will work out. And that's something that I tell my new healers all the time is like it's gonna feel wild. It's probably gonna feel crazy, but you're not crazy. Like we've all gone through this and there is the other side. Like the universe, the divine source, whatever you want to call it. Is there and you cannot fail. There's no such thing as fail. Only learning.
1: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Only learning. And I believe that the reason why we believe that it's wrong and right Mm. is because of the conditioning of education, the conditioning of politics, the conditioning of religion, the Mm. conditioning been of culture right like "Mm, clearly you look latina so you need to act this way like bitch what (laughs) if i want to act black what if i want to act white like it's none of it is right or wrong it Mm -hmm. is who our internal being wants to experience wants to be tantalized with
0: so i love that word yes
1: yes yeah yes a hundred
0: percent So a lot of that also, I love that you said comes with cultural, comes with all of these things, conditioning, and oh my God, I could go on forever about conditioning, the education system, (laughs) but for another day. So a lot of that though, does come from family and like who you're brought up in. And obviously that does tie into culture. So what is right? What is wrong? What is normal? What is not normal? So how did you, or was there any sort of family involved, any kind of effects in your choice to become this healer? Was there any backlash? Was there any side eye? Was there any like misunderstanding
1: maybe that you had to navigate? Oh my goodness. That is loaded because I've done so many journeys Mm. that I have seen the original time that my soul chose this life. Oh yes. So I was sitting in the clouds or the ethers or what the mind conceived that what it looked like. And I remember looking over and there was a bunch of other souls and I was looking over and I saw my mother suffering. Like I saw my mother uh, being abused and raped by her brother. I saw just so much hatred for my mother. And she was a child at that point. And I saw another one of my lives and it was an Asian little boy that was abandoned. And this was prior mm-hmm. to my mom being existing, was abandoned in this disarray of war that was going on. Like there was stuff going on and people were frantic and, and running around. And this little baby, fat baby mm-hmm. sat middle of the chaos and i remember at looking at all the souls and asking like what is what what does this mean that i see all this pain and trauma and what it meant for me is that i'm coming in as that refresher I'm coming in to show that even in the darkness, we can have a dance, even in the shit that we want to push away, which I call shadow work, and we Mm -hmm. want to ignore it. And that's also unconscious work that I am going to be able to bring the unconscious to the conscious and be able to see different sides of it and say, damn, can you imagine a baby surviving and then I saw his life and his life became a biologist and he fell in love with a white woman who happens to be my husband now and so yeah to be able to see like the transformation right culturally I'm I'm like think about it if that little boy I forgot the little boy's name that lived in the jungle and the animals took care of him oh Uh Mowgli Yeah. Mowgli. Right. So think about it though. How much love does the universe have for us to take care of us? Because Mm. when we get spit out from a test tube or a vagina, like think Mm. about it. We don't do shit. We don't do anything. Yeah. Our poop is cleaned. We are fed regardless if the family we come into is screwed up. Regardless Mm -hmm. if at some point someone thought enough of me to love this baby to get to here, I'm 46 years young. And so just constantly being aware of, yeah, I lived in foster homes. Yeah, I almost died several times. Yeah, I almost took my life. Yeah, all the pain that was there. But how much powerful is this she version of me, this universal version that took care of me, like Mowgli's story was taken care of? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I very
0: much so think that instead of, it's like a a zoomed out, very much a zoomed out view of yourself, your situation. So it's very easy to like come into this like horse blinder. This is my situation. This is my pain view of things, which, you know, no judgment, that's totally fine. But I think from what I'm hearing, this journey is requiring this big zoomed out look of the really big perspective that what's really going on and playing out here in this picture so as you journeyed through that what can you say about how that helped heal ties with current family members in your life as well as within yourself like self-love self-acceptance how did you always have this sort of love for yourself or what did that journey look like
1: so originally, the love for myself was loving others non-judgmentally and conditionally. So, mm-hmm. like, part of growing up is that I had to grow up really fast. Yeah. I took care of everyone around me. I was three years old, cooking and cleaning, and mm-hmm. and supporting my mom because my mom was going through some super trauma, being beat up in front of us by our dad. And so, what I what I became was this healed healer. And mm-hmm. actually at that point, it was like this healed, not even healed at that moment, right? Yet at the same time, if I'm actually, let me recalibrate there. I was already healed. Like mm-hmm. as a little kid, uh, we get to like, you know, my my son for the first time had a temper tantrum a couple days ago. And I was, he could not be controlled. Like we took him outside, did this, you know, we did everything but spank him. Mm. It wasn't until I sat with him and I was breathing that he calmed down. Mm. And when I was in that state, I went back and I was like, we've told him no so many times this morning. And at one point his little heart was like, shit. Like yeah. I'm no F. and so he went off. And so I think about like us, even right when we get to the point, like my mom is abusing me, my dad is abusing me, whoever, systems, collectives, whatever is abusing me, and then we lash out, we become a whole, literally, is what I did is become a hoe mm-hmm. serving other people's wants and needs before me. Yeah. And so we start lashing out in the physical in the 3D so that we can get some um so some of our stuff can be taken care of, right? Mm-hmm. So really like our body is really taking care of us for the needs, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. These humans- and yet if somebody is from the outside looking in like, dang, she's a hoe or dang, she's loud or dang, she's obnoxious or, you know, all the things that were condition that, that people were trying to condition me like, yeah, you're a bull in a China shop, right?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And yet who put the bull in a China shop? Because do you really think that Ferdinand got up and said, let's get into a China shop? Right. <laughs> Ferdinand wanted to smell flowers and frolic and have fun, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: I love that. I love that perspective, and I very much so relate to having to grow up very fast as well. In my, mm-hmm. as a child, um, I witnessed uh, a lot of, you know, substance abuse, alcoholism. And I have a younger brother, so I was caring for him at a very young age. And he even now still jokes and he'll be like, happy Mother's Day, my other mom. (laughs) So it is very interesting to, well, one hand, like you were saying, to go through all of these lives and your soul, your essence is continually on this path, on this journey and healing. And you had already felt healed, that you've done this so many times, gone through so many lives. And in a, in a sense, I feel the same way. Whereas like, okay, I'm able to, at a very young age, have this mindset, have this perspective and be able to zoom out and see that big picture. And now it's my soul, my essence saying, okay, so we are already the healer. So how do we heal this life's interactions? with these individuals. So how do we move forward in this life and make sense of what seemed like just chaos at the time?
1: Yeah, I I love that question. So I think that a child in their moment, it's difficult to say, hey, child, take a deep Mm -hmm. breath. I really believe that the child knows exactly what to do. I believe that adults are the ones that like, oh, well, they're not acting that way. They're not hugging Johnny. They're not doing all these things that we were conditioned to believe. Right. So in a child. So I feel like this question is more for the people that are awakened, the people that believe that they are powerful beings and that they control their outcomes and everything. So with that question, I believe that especially what I did is I had to let go. So I'll tell you a story. So my stepfather is the one of the ones that molested me when I was growing up. My stepfather is still married to my mother. Mm. They're together to this day. Mm. And about two years ago, my stepfather is very religious, very religious. Yeah. So is my mother, very like Mary. And I am so grateful because of that. I have these deities in my life. Yeah. I have a mother like with me. And so I am grateful for that religious background. And so he was against COVID against Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And, and guys, this isn't pro or against COVID that I'm trying to say, I'm just saying his belief system was so against COVID and he only speaks Spanish. So he, he was being fed by a lot of Spaniards and South Mm. America, everything in Spanish and science. And so he believes strongly, like, how dare you do this and all that stuff. And, and so I'm like, like just allowing him because we've had a relationship at 21. I said, I forgive you because I knew he was going to be around. I forgive you back in 21. And so what happened was that he ended up getting COVID and he's like 75 years old Mm. Ended up getting COVID he was literally dying in the hospital it was a time that we couldn't really go in unless we had all these layers right oh yeah and my mother and my sister are attached and in love with him they love the drama they love all those painful and so they were like he's dying he's dying and I was like man if he's dying we need some paperwork so that we can bury him with grace like so that we could do all this right and So in that moment, I said, let me go visit him. So I went to go visit him. They they suited me up. I had a mask on. I mean, it was huge ordeal because he was in the um, intensive care unit. So I go in, he's literally looks decrepit. He looks like we should just put him in because he's done, right? And so while he was there, he hadn't eaten in several days, didn't want to drink anything. And I looked him in the face and I said, motherfucker, you're dying with what you said. You didn't believe it. Mm. And he opens his eyes and he looks at me and I said, I'm ordering you food now. Either you believe that what you said was true or you're going to die on this bed. I'd come back up. That boy ate bacon. I got him bacon and uh broccoli and which is another another crazy story that hospitals is given all this shit food. but anyway, that's another story. He ate a full plate of food before I left. That guy now is mowing lawns, his lawns, taking care of my mother still he is alive. Wow. and then I realized after that when I we took him back home because they were crying that he doesn't go to an uh, a place for him. And so I was like, that's fine. We'll make him away at the house. We'll make sure all this stuff. But he was still the asshole that he is, right? Mm, Yeah. He was throwing stuff. He was saying bullshit, like all these things. And I was allowing it. Why? Because I didn't have a car and I was using his car. Mm. I was allowing it. And I was in that state of like, wow, you know, thinking like I needed this. Mm. And at one point he stopped breathing. Mm. I had 911. Even though my sister was like, "No, no, they're gonna," I was like, "Stop it! He's not breathing!" And my mother's freaking out right here. I gotta. Yeah. So they took him away, and I said, "Ma, I need your car to go back home, and I'll bring it back because I lived an hour away." She said, "No, no, no, no! You cannot take his car." I said, "Ma, they just wheeled him out of here. He doesn't need the car right now. Right. Let me." She fought me not to take it. I said, ma, that's fine. We're in the boonies. I went home. Well, almost home because I had to call my adult daughter to come pick me up, Walking, And I had to do this. It was freezing cold, the dark in the boonies. I had to make a line. Yeah. I had to cross over the threshold, physiologically, emotionally, spiritually cross over. I will no longer be in this bullshit anymore. I love them from afar, and that's it. And I have not stepped back foot in their house. I my mom calls me, I call her, check up on her. You know what I did for um, Mother's Day? I did Instacart and sent her flowers, sent her her favorite foods, all that stuff. For Christmas, the same thing. Mm-hmm. I no longer allow to be jizzed on by anybody that is going to try to take me down because I am alive and well in the now.
0: Yes, hell yes. So first of all, I love that idea. I love the staying away, having distance. And I'm like, hey, I'll Instacart you some stuff. I'll deliver you something. <laughs> I don't need to physically be there in person and you have in in my bubble, in my energy bubble. Yeah. So that boundary, especially for your your mother like that's such a what's the word I want to use sacred is the first thing that comes to mind is that bond you know we're in the womb we're birthed from our mother so that can be one of the hardest boundaries to place so are you able to walk us through how you were able to first of all put that boundary in place and then continue to hold it Because even though I think some of us are like, okay, I'm done with this, we're still pulled back in. So how do we not get pulled back in? How did you honor yourself and your own energy to say, no, I am absolutely done?
1: Yeah. A lot of transformative language and a lot of conditioning Mm -hmm. because when I walked that night, it was cold and i was feeling and i was crying and i was angry at myself for doing it over and over i had conditioned myself up until that point i was 45 i had conditioned my body to run and help yeah cuz as healers we are so good at that we're so good at helping i raised the motherfucker from the dead like You're right <laughs> we are powerful entities And if you are listening right now, you know, that badass, Mm. like, you know, that you can make water to wine, you can alchemize anything you desire. And so in order to be able to move on from destructive people or habits, we got to condition it just as we were conditioned into the stuff we don't want. And so it is repetition, practice, practice, practice in the morning, remembering. That's right. I am a badass healer. I am honoring myself. I am whole. I am worthy. I am beautiful. I am the divine's essence. Man, if we know, and I'm not just talking about no because somebody told us, but we own it that we are the essence of the divine, mm. regardless of what we look like, regardless of our past man, we literally can do so much more.
0: Yes, that is so freaking powerful. You guys, if you are listening after this episode, I want you to come back to that moment, replay that and listen to it again. I'll even make a snippet and you're going to listen to it every morning. (laughs) So, so powerful. So good. So good. So when you were talking about alchemizing, making your own reality, your own future. So how did you carry that into your now, what you're experiencing now, what you're creating now, your goals, your hopes, your dreams? How do you, how are you bringing that into your physical 3D now?
1: I mean, number one, I hire coaches. Like, point blank and every time that I put that money down I'm like really really <laughs> and it, because the mind is is gonna tell you that like really Jemmy, oh yeah. so I do it anyway because I'm scared to death and then quantum leaping like I just got dizzy even saying that quantum leaping at its finest because I did what you said which is surrender I surrendered my beliefs about a dollar bill has mm. no control over my life. A yeah. dollar bill is conditioned from someone who said, This is what a dollar is going to get you. Yes. And if I am more attached to giving a hundred, a thousand, ten thousand dollars for my well being, then my well being will never be the wellest being I could pull from. Oh my God. Can you please repeat that? You know what? Can I? My well-being comes from the well that I am being. I could pull from that water, from that savoriousness, that succulentness that's already within me because I surrendered to the belief that a dollar bill owns me more than I own it. Yes. So freaking
0: good, you guys. This is gold, (laughs) yeah. So, like you were saying, investing in yourself, and like you said, that little voice is going to come in. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Because, so the little voice, our ego, it's always going to be there, we're never going to fully just detach from it. But we are in the driver's seat, we have control. So, we're the ones to say, Yes, little voice, really. Now, watch me, bitch. Yes. <laughs> we are the ones who, when we invest in ourselves, it's just like when you're investing in anything, it takes time. You're not necessarily going to see the oh my good, oh my goodness, like growth overnight. It's going to take small steps, and those are going to compound and compound and build on top of each other until maybe like a month, three months, maybe next year, you're going to look at yourself and be like, holy shit. Thank God. Thank goddess I invested in myself. Yes. Cause if I didn't, if I didn't take the chance, if I didn't take the leap, then mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here in this state of growth.
1: Yes. So the second step is again, the conditioning, but believing that what it is that we're traveling to is actually already here. Mm. If I say I have a cliff house beach that's a respite for families to come, it already exists. It's already in the quantum. It's already there. If yeah. I say I want to release weight or lose weight, the skinny bitch is inside of me right now. Yeah. She is. I'm not chasing her ass. Mm. She's me. Right. I am skinny. I am the fat. I am the fluffy. I am whatever name we want to give her. But we've got to see that reality now. So this comes from Joe Dispenza's work, as well as uh, Donnie Epstein and just a bunch of others that I have invested in. And what I realize is that when I get quiet and do my meditations, or even throughout the day, taking a dump, I don't care where you are at, girl, yes, your eyes and see her right then and there, and say, ooh, you're looking like a mighty fine badass bitch right now, girl. Yes. I feel you, I sense you, I'm sexy, I'm alive, I eat beautiful foods, I go for a walk with intention, I have fun releasing the weight. I know me, because I am me. And when we embody all who that person is right now, the feelings and the emotions, that's quantum leaping
0: that's mm. created it yeah 110% and people when they ask me how do i do this how do i become this how do i lose the weight it's literally your identity shift and everything else will follow. So maybe right this second, you're not someone who goes for the walks. Maybe you're not reaching for the nutritious foods. But if you shift the mindset, mindset mindset pivot, and you yeah. become, you embrace that identity of I am that skinny bitch. I am fine as fuck. Then yeah. your
1: everything else will follow. Yes. I love, I that. love it. And I... I'm going to say that, like what you just said is powerful because if we look in the mirror, right. And we see, um, you know, chunks or FUPAs or, or we look in our bank account and we see what we have. Right. And that is just the story of a past thought. Mm -hmm. That's not even really reality. Everybody says, no, it's reality. That got 10 bucks to my name. No, that's who you created. Past that. Right. Who is the ultimate version of you that has an abundance flowing in every other area? You know, Mm -hmm. so yeah, just kind of like what we see, people say, what you see is what you get. Mm, What we see is what we got. It's your thought from the past. It ain't you now. It's your conditioned thoughts and behaviors from the past. So how can I speak the language of my rich bitch? And that is by saying Things that are highly aware, highly aware of what we're saying and doing and being. Yes. Yes. I love that so much.
0: So as you're moving into this new you, what are your, what are your goals? What are you working on right now?
1: I'm just going to plainly say it. I am (laughs) working on the number one Netflix talk show for moms. Uh, I love that you would kill it. I desire to interview mothers and for all the companies that want to give their products or actually that want to shake up their marketing, they'll be giving all of my people the stuff. So I'm wearing the dress that they send me and say, you know, I really like this. It's actually comfy. So we're going to be brand ambassadors, right? For these companies. It is a cross between Sábado Gigante. If you, I don't think you're old enough, really. (laughs) Sábado Gigante was on for decades. And what it was is Saturday night show for Latinos. And you got to see different interviews, different stories, good stories. Mm -hmm. And then in the show was the commercial of Tide. Vamos a comprar esto porque es la mejor compañía que nos ayuda. I'm like, bitch, I could redo that, right? Yeah. And have an Oprah show with a Sabado Gigante show mixed in together. My babies get all their stuff free. Our babies are now looked at. Oh my God. Being a new generation of wealth from every part of our souls. I freaking love that. I'm
0: so glad I even asked the question. I feel like- your guides your ancestors are here and they're like yes 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 like you're gonna do it it's already written
1: it's done it is finished
0: yes I love that well thank you so much for joining me this conversation has been amazing and I hope to do another one with you soon thank you so much are there any other words before we
1: depart any other words for the audience Man, you guys are badasses. The fact that you're here this long listening to this is because you have been tantalized. Your soul is ready to unleash every side of you, the bad one and the good one. All of them we desire to see. Hold back, just create it, believe it, be it.
0: Yes. Oh, you are so powerful, you guys. So I will leave all of the links to follow her, find her, all of the things in the show notes. Again, thank you so much for joining me. And until next time, bye. Bye.